Welcome to Astronomy News from Space Junk Podcast, a weekly segment where we highlight an astronomy news story that we think our listeners might be interested in. Your host is Tony Darnell from DeepAstronomy.Space, and we are sponsored by OPT Telescopes, a world leader in telescopes and accessories. For Space Junk Podcast, my name is Tony Darnell. Now, what you're listening to right now is a little bit of an experiment. We've been discussing things here at Space Junk Podcast Headquarters, and we'd like to offer you a variety of content in addition to some of the things that we're already doing each week, in addition to our regular podcast episode. And one of the things that we've gotten from you guys in the form of feedback is that sometimes it's hard to listen to a full hour-long episode. So, we thought we would produce some shorter format content for you to enjoy. And in this episode, we're starting with what I hope to be the first of many segments on astronomy news. Now, these are going to be just things that we found interesting and that we also think you, the community, will also find interesting each week. And this week, to start us off, I'm going to talk about the James Webb Space Telescope, or JWST, because the mission is starting to final, they're starting to wrap everything up and get ready, finally, for launch currently scheduled for October 31st of this year. So, where is the mission now? Well, the main telescope assembly, all of it's been put together long ago. Various components have been tested and retested at the facility at Redondo Beach, California for the Northrop Grumman uh, campus. These are the main contractors for the telescope itself. And we're finally on the last leg of all this testing. And just earlier this month, around May 11th, they extended the mirror and unfolded the main primary mirror for the final time. Now, if you don't know what this is, this is the successor to the Hubble Space Telescope. This will be a huge telescope, and it will, when it does launch, will be the largest object we've ever put in space next to the, the International Space Station. Get this, folks. The mirror, the primary mirror, is six and a half meters in diameter. It's made up of 18 hexagonal segments, all of which come together to make the main primary. Now, if you've ever seen the Keck telescope in Hawaii, it looks very similar to that. It's also got a hexagonal arrangement. It's much larger, but it's the same kind of deal. And of those 18 segments, six of them, the outer six, fold back up on itself so that it can fit into the rocket fairing. And so this final test, which was done earlier this month, unfolded that segment and it snapped into place and everything went great. They also did it by commanding the telescope as if it were in space. This was a test of the Mission Operations Center, or MOC, where they wanted to make sure that that the telescope assembly could receive commands and execute them properly. So all of that's getting tested out. And that was also very successful. So where are we now? Well, right now, they have just a few more things to tidy up uh, before they get it ready to launch. They're going to extend and restow the radiator assembly. That's this, this assembly that sticks out of the side that helps cool the electronics. And then they're going to, one last time, extend and then stow again the primary deployable tower. This is a tower that the primary mirror sits on. It actually goes up and down just a little bit uh, so that it can make way for the uh, the sun shield as it unfolds underneath. And those are the last two things that have to be done before they launch the telescope. Now, it's once they've done these things, they're going to pack everything up 
one final time. The sun shield has already been folded up. That's this big, complicated tennis court size thing that is going to protect the electronics from heat uh, from the sun as well as keep it nice and cold because this is an infrared telescope. It needs to be at about 30 Kelvin. So to get that cold, those, uh, those mylar layers are going to extend and keep the electronics cool. And then in addition to that, there's also this radiator assembly I just talked about. So that's already been folded up. All the other electronics are going to get folded up as well and put away. The primary mirror is going to get stowed one final time. And then they're going to put it in a hermetically sealed or a climate controlled shipping container. As you can imagine, this is going to be a big deal. They're going to put it in there and then they're going to put it on a either a barge or a ship. I'm not sure which, but they're going to put it on one of those two things in late August and then ship it out through the Panama Canal to South America from California, where it is now, through the Panama Canal over to French Guiana Spaceport, where it will then be put on an Ariane 5 rocket. Now, everything I've told you has been pretty good news. All these successes have been, uh, well, successful. <laughs> and so this is all good news. Things are on track. Couple of red flags, though, are on the horizon. One of them is that the James Webb Space Telescope mission is out of reserve. What that means is that their budget has been used up and all of their extra time that they have in the schedule has been used and they need more. And it's probably going to be given more uh, by Congress, but it, every time they run out of this reserve, they have to request more and get it. This is a long-standing story with this mission because as we, as many of you know, <laughs> it was supposed to launch in 2011. Then it was supposed to launch again in 2015. And again, you know, and then it just kept getting postponed. And now here we are, 2021, October, 20, October 31st is the date the thing is finally going to go off. However, in addition to being out of reserve, one more red flag the Ariane 5 rocket fairing has been deemed to have some anomalies in it. And what are those anomalies? Well, this is a rocket you need to understand that has been in use for almost a decade now. This has been a workhorse of the of the European Space Agency and Ariane Space, I should say. And they have noticed in the last few launches of and deployments of satellites, there, there has been an unexplained acceleration of whatever it is they're deploying, whatever satellite it is, whenever the fairing has been removed in orbit. Now, as you can imagine, the fairing is very important. It protects the cargo from the rigors of the launch and from all of the uh, atmosphere as it goes up into space. But apparently what's been happening is there's been a pressure differential built up during the launch that when they open the fairing has caused a slight acceleration when they go to deploy the cargo, whatever it happens to be. So to counter this, in the launches leading up to, the, to JWST, which is scheduled for October 31st, they are going to have a couple of launches before that, one in, in late August, where they're going to try a new fairing that they've developed to get rid of this unexplained acceleration. These will have louvers on the side to keep the pressure differential from building up, and hopefully this will solve the problem. If it does not, then we're probably looking at a delay. NASA has already warned that because of this issue, there might be at least a two-week delay uh, in the launch. So I think the chances are almost 100% that the JWST won't be launching in October 31st in Halloween this year, probably be pushed back into November. I hope no longer than that, because this telescope, 
once it finally launches, will change astronomy forever. JWST is going to be able to see the very first stars that have ever shined in the universe. They'll also be able to see the very first galaxies that those stars formed into. And in addition to all this amazing stuff of seeing the early universe, it's actually going to have the ability, using some micro shutters that they have in, a, in the coronagraphs that they have on, on board, to block out the star's light, whatever they're happening to be looking at, and resolve exoplanets directly. So this will not only change the field of astronomy, but it will also change our view of the universe in, in probably the same magnitude of ways that the Hubble Space Telescope has done. So I, for one, am very excited about this telescope. I have been ever since I first learned about it way back in the 1990s, I guess, was when they first started building this thing. But now it's finally getting ready to launch. The end is in sight, and fingers crossed this thing really does go off later this year and not be delayed once again into 2021. I am nothing but excited about what this mission will show us and the wonders of the universe that will, it will open up for all of us. All right, well, that's it for this time, guys. Please let me know what you think of these. Please send us an email at spacejunkpodcast at deepastronomy.com. I will get that email. I will read that email. And please let us know if you would like to hear any specific stories or if you would like to have other kind of content produced. We are here for you. We want to produce content that you would actually want to listen to. So, we're all ears. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, look for another one of these next Friday. And uh, our also, our normal podcast will be uh, out each week as well. So I'm Tony Darnell for Space Junk Podcast. On behalf of Dustin Gibson and OPT, I want to thank you all so much for listening. And as always, keep listening.